You know what the Lord asked from this prideful young minister? I see that you pray. I see where you go. I see what you do for me. But there's one thing I want. I want you to set your pride aside. I want you to love that brother or sister like I do. Contemplating, and as we started deciding whether we were going to go to camp or not, and then um, I was asked to um, help out in the seminar, you obviously start preparing. When I first heard the theme about forgiveness, my honest thought was, this is going to be a great camp for brother so-and-so, sister so-and-so. <laughs> they really need to learn about <laughs> I honestly, I mean, I instantly went, I instantly pointed the finger. It's right where I went to. I felt okay about that. I just felt like we, we need to learn this a little bit better. And uh, after a few conference calls, after studying a little bit, I realized, wow, I'm really, I need this. Yeah, because our seminar class, I got crud inside here that I didn't even realize was there. I got a... Our, our seminar class knows what I mean by that. I got to do that up. I'm being hindered by things that I didn't even know were there. And I started to dig a little deeper. Put a little more time and effort in and I realized that I needed to let some things go. And where else would I go but to the scripture to find out how do we go about taking care of this? And I go to the scripture where this, the theme actually comes from. If we go, to, I don't know that anybody's going to follow along, but the 18th chapter of Matthew. You know, sometimes, you know, I'll just save you for me. I look back and I can say, well, it wasn't, uh, there wasn't this when I was growing up. It wasn't that bad. You know, I'm not that old, but I can still look back and I can make that claim. Sin, things, bad stuff has been going on forever. Same stuff, just a new way of doing it. Same obstacles. Same obstacle to forgive one another. It's been around forever. It's no different today than it was when Cain and Abel were around. Okay? Same stuff. And uh, in the 18th chapter of Matthew, uh, in verse 20, I find it a little comical here. It says, uh, Jesus tells them where two or three are gathered. This is before uh, Peter asked the question, but Jesus says, okay, so where two or three are gathered, I'll be there. What's Peter's first reaction to that? Well, wait a second. You I mean, we got to, like, be together? Well, what happens when somebody ticks me off? What am I supposed to do about that? Two or three people? And he's worried about, what is he going to do when one of those people ticks him off? How am I going to get over that? Not a big group. So he's worried about, well, what am I supposed to do? And the Lord tells him, I say unto thee, until seven times seventy, but until seventy times seven. 
And then he gives a parable. And he gives a parable about, about forgiveness. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven like likened unto a certain king, which would take an account of his servants. And when he began to reckon, one was brought before him and owed him 10,000 talents. So he actually took time. He took time to take account for maybe those who owed him, but I'm going to maybe make it a step, take it a step further. He took account even, what if I took account for maybe, is there a possibility that I may have hurt somebody? Is there a possibility that I may have said something that hurt someone? We often hear that scripture of study thyself, study to show thyself approved. Study what? Just the scripture? Or what about those around us? What about getting to know each other? What about me knowing you so well that when you're hurt by what I say, I know it. When I walk in the door from work, I can tell if my wife's upset. I don't have to say, are you mad at me? I don't have to say that. He reckoned, he took account, he sat down and took time and said, what do I got here? What do I have to work with? Do I, is there things, is there people that have bothered me? Are there things, are there people that I've heard? He took account, he took time to reckon. And he, as he did that, there was one who owed him. And as that servant came before him, he did not have what he needed to pay the, the, uh, the ruler. And this is what he said. He said, Lord, have patience with me. I'm going to give you a, this is my wife. She, um, she taught Sunday school for a little while. And, um, there was a young man, he's in the room, I'm not going to, I don't want to embarrass him. And uh, he was lying there. And he, uh, Gina just cannot connect with him. And one day at Sunday school, he said, he told her he hated it. It didn't really bother her. She went to his father and said, I don't, I'm not trying to get him in trouble, but he like, he said he hated me. And I remember his father me. And he grabbed his son and said, Abdomen said, you need to apologize to Sister Gina. And he said, Sister Gina, I'm sorry that I hate you. <laughs> Sometimes, in other words, we say that. That's our apology. I'm sorry that what I said bothered you. But we see here that he says, have patience with me. I'm not perfect. I don't have what's needed here. Please have patience with me. Can you forgive me? I'm so sorry. And the Lord granted him that. And we, I think we know the story here. He then went to someone who owed him a debt and would not forgive that. And we see that it didn't end up so good for him. And I looked at our songbook cover and I says, get it, feel it, give it. 
And I thought to myself, forgiveness is such a unique thing. It's available. It's available to everyone because of Jesus' blood. It's available. And once we get it, and this is what I get from this parable, the only way to keep it is to give it away. It's the only way to keep his forgiveness. We see here, he wasn't willing to give it away. And it was taken. So we see how important this is. It's not just, well, let's sing a good song and feel good about it. But there needs to be a change. And I've realized that about myself. There must be a change. There must be a change from this. We heard that this was an inspired theme. And there has to be a change when I leave this camp today, this moment. There must be a change. And there has been. And much of that has come from learning from the ones in our seminar class. Learning from their strength, dealing with situations that, as our brother said, won't go away. They remain, even though forgiveness comes, sit, the situation remains. And I've learned the strength from you. And I hope you understand that. That it's come from you. And the understanding that the Lord's given you. Thank you. But I do want to tell you a story. I don't know if you've ever heard the story of the prideful young minister. It goes a lot like the rich young ruler. It's a lot like that story. I really love that story because it makes it personal to me. There's a minister who, young minister, and I once knew a minister. And he did all the right things. He prayed. He sang. He visited the sick. He went to church. He went to Sunday school. He went to MBA. He was even an MBA vice president. But when Sister Blank and Sister Sally She gets up and testifies. It drives me crazy the way she talks. When Brother Benny, he's always trying to tell me what to do. He just rubs me the wrong way. And you know what I'm going to do about it? You know what this prideful young minister does about it? He says, I'll just stay away from that, brother or sister. I'll just stay away. We just don't get along. We'll just keep the distance, and everything will be all right. Their personality won't try to be crazy. What they say and do, we'll just keep our distance. from this prideful young minister? I see that you pray. I see where you go. I see what you do for me. But there's one thing I want. I want you to set your pride aside. I want you to love that brother or sister 
Well, like I do. And follow the Lord. I want you to care enough about that brother or sister. I want you to care enough that you'll do what it takes to not let that be an obstacle. That's tough. You know, it's easy to read that story of the rich young ruler and say, well, come on, just sell, why wouldn't you do that? And I do it my own way every day. And somehow think that I'm doing it justice, that I'll just stay away from my brother or sister. Do you think the Lord had that in mind when he set up his church? I don't think so. And the only reason why I'm saying this is because this is what I've learned. This is me. This is what I need. And tonight, we've heard express that when the Lord was on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. And I'm sorry to say tonight, I know what I'm doing. I can't make that claim that I don't know what I'm doing. I know. And that's a scary place to be. I know what I'm doing and I do it anyways. I can't fall under that banner. So for those of us who've said, I want Jesus in my life and I'll, I'll do whatever I can to serve you. That means we love each other. And when we get that right, outside these walls will be attracted. So I know what I'm doing. I know how to do it. The Lord gave me His Spirit. He said, I'll tell you what to do. I'll show you what to do. Just listen to me. And for those who are sitting out in the congregation, I don't know that you can claim you don't know. Ask yourself honestly, do you know? If you do, we've had two that made the claim, I know what I'm doing now and I want to follow Jesus. So if you know what you're doing, ask yourself this night, what's the one thing what's the one thing and I'm asking you to think about it. If you can right now, think of the one thing that you need to give over to Christ tonight. And follow it. And I know from the scripture, I know from what he says here. I know that the world will be attracted to the love that they see and feel when one or two or three are in the midst. They will feel the love. So tonight, I ask that you would reflect and ask yourself, and maybe you, maybe you already have this, what's the one thing 
Maybe there's more than one. What's the one thing? What's that first thing that you want to let go? Because that's what Jesus is asking for tonight. He's asking for that one thing. He didn't have a list of ten things for that rich young ruler. He picked the one thing that was that crud in his heart. That one thing that he couldn't let go of. And we know when we let go what the Lord does for us. He blesses us beyond measure. Brothers and sisters, I ask that you would contemplate this theme and you would make a change. Not because Brother Ryan asked you to, but because the Lord You can connect with the GMBA on YouTube, all major podcast platforms, and Instagram. There are links in the description. Make sure to like and subscribe, leave a comment, and share this with someone you know. Thank you.